Welcome to the A-Timers Podcast. I'm Crown Cryptid. In this podcast series, me and my friends, Dom, Chan, Tulip, and Tipsy, are discussing the brand new Adventure Time Distant Lands episodes as they release. Because these episodes release so sporadically, there's going to be big gaps between new reviews. But please tune back in when you know a new Distant Lands episode has dropped. We try to review them as soon as possible. We are all longtime super fans of this series, so we really go deep and get very passionate in our reviews here. If you want more content like this, be sure to check out my YouTube channel, Crowned Cryptid, where I post video reviews and other content about all different cartoons. You can also check out our other podcast series, The Owl House Podcast, where we review every single episode of Disney Channel's The Owl House series. Just search Crowned Cryptid on your preferred podcast app to find it easily, or search on YouTube. Special shout out to Tipsy, as she's the one who edited all these Adventure Time podcasts. You can find her online as some Tipsy Nostalgic on Tumblr, or Kitty Titan on Twitter. Check the description for links to everyone's websites. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Hello there, and welcome to the um, Adventure Time Obsidian podcast. Um, we saw the episode a couple of days ago, and we have we we could barely sit down. Um, it was a very long twenty, a very long twenty four hours, I should say, before we were able to do the podcast. So, mm-hmm. um, so I'm tipsy. Everybody, say hi. Um, this is... Hi, hi, Tipsy. Hi, Tipsy. Wait, us or the, <laughs> the, the, the audience? Huh? We are supposed to say hi to you, or the are you saying the audience? No, we're supposed to say hi to Tipsy. <laughs> hi, Tipsy. No, 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 don't say hi to me. Um, okay, so this is Dom. Hi, I'm Dom. This is Tulip. Hi, I'm a girl. Hi, Tulip. Um, this is Crown. Hi, I'm Crown slash Nick. And this is Chan. Hey, I woke up three minutes ago. Oh wait, should I use my introduction to 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 plug my channel? It's Tulip Garden Gaming. You should go check that out. Yeah, go go check there Tulip go. Garden yeah. Gaming. Do it. To be honest, I've been struggling to think of a way to structure this interview. Um, so first thing mm-hmm. I wanted to ask is um, myself and Crown. We've obviously been going around posting our thoughts a lot. Um, and forming mm-hmm. strong opinions on the episode, so I wanted to speak to the rest of you first. Um, what did um, what did you guys think of Obsidian generally? Um, I mean, I I also really 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 liked it. Um, I don't know how deep I'm supposed to go. Uh, Dom, you you say you say what you think. I I love 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 it, but I do have some criticism. Yeah. I was sort of going to say the same person. thing. I was sort of going to say the same thing, but I was like, is that what I'm supposed to do right now? Like, Yes. <laughs> no, I, I, I like... genuinely... So, I've only seen it once. Uh, Me too. I haven't rewatched Same. It. Oh, really? I've, on- I've seen okay, it three times. I was expecting everybody except for me to have rewatched it. I, no. <laughs> I would have rewatched it in, in, in any other timeline, but I it, it still hurts my heart to engage with AT stuff a little bit, so I've been sort of just... Uh, I, I, um, I loved I it. Post- and, oh, sorry, go. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I was going to say I loved it, but I, I'm waiting to do my rewatches for a little bit. Till I can stop reeling from certain things from the episode. <laughs> oh no, I, I know exactly what you're thinking of as well. Oh no, do, we're gonna get I, to I that. I do have, I do have my own theories about that. Anyway, I've been following Adventure Time for eight years now. Um, what got me into the series was finding out um, that there had been discussion about two characters potentially um, being girlfriends, and. Mm-hmm. I, I was just I was mind blown at the idea. Um, I'd never even considered 
whether that could be a thing in cartoons before. So I talked to that community and um, I just watched all the episodes that I had PB and Marcy in and then I just watched the rest of AT and I absolutely loved all of it. So um, bubbling has always been a very long-term thing for me. So mm -hmm. this episode was quite special for me. Now, in terms of structure, the episode um, the episode began with the scene in the Glass Kingdom, with um, Glass Princess reenacting the play in front of her kingdom. Do you guys remember that scene very much? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So are we are doing the recap thing. I, yeah, I, it would help. It would help me. Um, am I allowed to interject at any point? Because I just have to say this. Go, go ahead. Go is this ahead, is this please. an unfair <laughs> criticism or like? Was, she, was Glass Princess supposed to just look like Flame Princess? <laughs> I was thinking the exact yeah. same thing. She has the same color palette. Like, and did her, she like, even gem. have to... And yeah, like, the red I'm like, gem. is this, like, is this like, a, like, like they're going to do something with that or, like, make some funny joke, but they just didn't? And I was like... Nope. All right. <laughs> it's it's just funny that they could have given her any color, but they decided to use FP's um, yeah, color palette. That's interesting. I mean, it's not terrible of them to do that, yeah, but I mean, it's hard cute. to get, get, it, like, get it out of your mind once you notice it, right? Yeah. 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 I'm glad I'm, glad I'm not crazy. Okay, Tipsy, continue. No, you're not crazy. <laughs> um, then... So, yeah, so I thought that scene was quite well done, actually. I thought it was an interesting way to begin the episode with... Is it a um, is it a Japanese tradition to use shadow puppets? It looked a lot like shadow puppets that they were using, except they were made out of glass. Oh, yeah. You know what's funny? I... Um, I'm a fan of those, like, intros. I feel like that's, like, almost, like... I was gonna... I wasn't... I don't want to say cliche, but it's definitely, like, something people do, like... The only example I can even think of right now is Zootopia, if you've seen it. Like, the first scene of that is, like, a play that kind of uh, is, like, foreshadowing the entire thing. And I'm like, yeah. mm. I don't know why, but I'm always like, yeah, I'm into it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Really it's, it's, well. I, it's a simple way to storytell, but I like it. And yeah. to um, answer, I think shadow puppets come from, like, China or India? I'm I'm not sure, but yeah, Asia. You're right around the Asia area. I didn't even remember they so. did shadow puppets. And uh, I think the they. I, I thought they did normal puppets because I remember the Marceline puppet was very much a like a normal. Oh my god, that Marceline puppet was adorable, and I want one. I want like a doll of it. Yeah, it was really cute. Uh, I was gonna say about the intro, like like going off what Chan was saying. Sort of overall, I feel this episode is structured like so much like a movie more so than anything else Adventure Time's done. And I think the intro is definitely part of why I feel that way. I have a lot to say about that. I think that um, in terms of storyboarders and um, the fact that there were, there were seven storyboarders on this episode, you yeah, really can't tell. It, it's insane because you know them, they tried to do Adventure Time movies twice before, but they had to cancel it because they couldn't get the storyboarding to meld together. But now they've mm -hmm. actually accomplished it, and that's incredible. I want to give my opinion on that, um, where I feel like uh, BMO did a good job with that as well. In terms of like, oh, BMO did a good like 45 uh, minute episode. Uh, for me, Obsidian did a good long episode as well. Uh, they feel different story-wise, like story structure-wise, yeah. but I think yeah, they totally both Yeah, totally, they're, they're like complete different in structure-wise, Obsidian. I... 
Yeah, because I was thinking, like, um, when Crown, you just said this episode felt like a movie, I was thinking, like, yeah, you know, now that you mentioned it, it does. And it's also, like, and BMO didn't feel that way. You know, BMO felt like a long episode. Yeah. This, mm. I guess, BMO felt like a long episode. Kind of a short movie. Okay. I was going to say, I thought the pacing was a little wonky, and I don't know how you feel about that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's weird because, like, I say that, and I'm like, I think it worked really, really well in a lot of places like I love the flashback scenes all of them Mm -hmm. um I can't really like hone in on exactly what I felt was wonky about it other than like maybe the dragon plot was a little wonky like it was just like behind the door and then it came out for like five seconds and then was gone I know that's not like the most important part of the episode like people aren't like oh obsidian time to see the dragon (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) like no one cares but like, I know what you mean though, because in in my immediate memory, like all the all the PB Marcy stuff is like so good to me that anything mm-hmm. with the glass boy and stuff is like isn't like I don't really remember. I was gonna at s- all. well, I was gonna say that <laughs> yeah, if you only seen it once, that's fair. I was gonna yeah, say, and it's that, not even um, like it's bad. It's just like the other stuff outweighs it so much. I think much that's what it's I'm talking about. Uh, which again, like I don't. Like, I was there for PB and Marceline, which I'm sure a lot of people were, most people were, so it didn't matter. But, like, the Glass Kingdom itself, um, I don't think this is controversial. I didn't think Glass Boy was a good character. He was annoying. (laughs) I I think they knew he was annoying, though. I don't Oh, God, I misread the room. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I I, I think I just mostly love his um, voice. That really carried the character for Yeah. No, I think uh, that was a little harsh. I but I think, um, like I think that was the We're point. You're like, oh, opinions. he's a, you know, he's supposed to be annoying. Like he's supposed to be a kid. Like he's just a little kid, and that that makes sense. I think, mm-hmm. I think someone mentioned it before. It's funny, but he ruined two emotional scenes. I think with his like zany like, hey, I'm here, which is fine. But oh, I'm is all- it two? Uh, when I, is the Marceline one? What's yeah, Marceline the, uh, having Marceline a moment with one. herself, and I don't remember the other one. Honestly, What's the other one. I don't. Know. I just remember getting <laughs> I annoyed only with that it once. Twice. I'm so sorry, listeners. Um, it, which is like a personal criticism because it's like you know it's 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 funny. You're like, oh, they're gonna cry, and then all of a sudden, Glass Boy is like, wow, it's me. <laughs> it's just like it's fine. <laughs> nice impression. I think it's just like you know you want that scene from like Marceline for that for so long and you mm-hmm. and you want it to last as long as it can because you're like this is finally happening and then glass boy comes in and i'm just like i will shatter you <laughs> like oh my god <laughs> i think the only reason i don't care too much because like yeah i would have loved to have some emotional scenes like longer because i i want to like i want to i want to i want to suck it in i i, I want to like um uh what's the word i want to suck up its soul like marceline did to that wolf yeah <gasps> Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, we need to talk about that. But let me finish my, my thing. Um, but I feel... I, I forgave it so quick because all I could feel was like, oh, that's so Adventure Time. That's so yeah, Adventure Time I, I them agree. to do. I agree. Yeah. What else um, were we expecting, to be honest? I think... I want to give my um, opinion on pacing uh, before we move on from pacing. Well, I was going to say one more pacing thing, and then... Okay, go. You first. Um... I think you guys probably nailed it with the fact that I think the problem I had with it was that um, the glass and the glass kingdom story and like the dragon story felt almost just like like a hey what can we do to get Marceline and Bubblegum together for a long time sort of like I don't know like mm-hmm. th- that story didn't weave very well with their plot line I, in my opinion like 
in terms mm-hmm. of like how how deep it went and and everything about it. I just wasn't that into it. But other than like Marceline and Bubblegum stuff was was top notch. So I guess maybe that was my mm-hmm. issue with the pacing, if that's even the right mm-hmm. word at this point, like pacing. But like, <laughs> um, I think it's just like whenever something doesn't have a lot of environments, it's just like. Marceline's house, then Glass Kingdom. I'm just like that. Didn't feel like an adventure. Pacing is bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I kind of, I kind of disagree with your criticisms there, Chan. Um, first of all, Glass Boy. I felt like, I felt like he was quite fun. He was obviously um, a kid who'd. Um, the metaphor is obvious. Um, all the Glass Kingdom people were bullying Glass Kid because he had an exposed crack on his head and he couldn't hide it, so he wanted to fix it. Um, but all the, all the other glass people actually secretly had cracks all over them and um, that's the more of the episode that sort of thing yeah. but, um, I, I felt like um, Glass Boy was very much a reflection, very much reflected Marceline herself at some point of the episode so um, he's he's a big Marceline fangirl, he goes on to his massive adventure at the start of the episode whilst we're getting cuts back to PB and Marcy having their blissful their amazing domestic life, their amazing domestic lifestyle, um, and he's very brave. But um, when when Mar when Marceline sings her big breakup song in front of him, he's he's just looking at her starry eyed. He wants her to win, and he really absorbs what she says, and he takes the wrong influence from it. So when he interrupts Marceline in that scene you just mentioned, where she's um, crying about her mother and she's exasperated with him because she wants to be left alone, then he sings a really harsh song about about Glass Princess um, in front of Marceline. Seafood Princess. Yeah, about Seafood Princess. And his song took inspiration from Marceline's song to PB. And then Marceline just laughs at him like... Do I really sound like that? She said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and then she's like, "Nah, I I shouldn't do that. I should just go back to PB." And Glassboy's like, "Oh, do do you want to read some manga then?" Yeah. So you're saying like <laughs> he he was sort of like a storytelling device to see to like obviously like see how Marceline has changed and like kind of he's in a way he's like making her intermingle with herself, but like a past version of herself mm-hmm. that she's older with. Um, yeah, yeah, he also- exactly fulfilled that role. I, I believe, which I think is very good, and I think that I now want you to edit out everything I've ever said. So, opinions are still valid, and opinions can change. Um, it's okay. Yeah. That is, I just had a thought about Glass Boy that is probably off topic, but um, I just thought of it when Tipsy was talking. Um, the sort of like the way this episode was promoted and stuff i had this expectation and it would have been so easy for them to make glass boy a really obvious stand-in for the audience like begging pb and marcy to like each other back and stuff like that's sort of what i was expecting from him and like thank god that wasn't the case <laughs> yeah I, I, it's, a lot of cartoons do that where like they explicitly they reference personify the, way the fandom, the fandom. Is. yeah and it's like a most a very very big majority of the time it's very cringy. So here, like it, it works great here. Yeah, I'm he's glad just he's, a, his he's own just a character. character. But what you said yeah. about the like, you know, the broken, like the I think I don't know if we all agree, but I think the the theme of the episode is is healing and and mm-hmm. sort of accepting things as they are, accepting yourself, um, like uh, and letting your um. 
uh, past and like brokenness. Just be like, a part of be you. Be a part of yeah. you, but yeah, be a part of you, but doesn't like define you in a bad way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like accepting yourself and being a part of you, like in particular, more so than healing. I would say because they mm-hmm. they like don't heal yeah. themselves. Yeah, the end. like I meant more emotional healing than like physical yeah. healing. But um, yeah, I think. But uh, with that being said, I think my issue with the glass stuff was a little too on the nose. Uh, I think it worked, but for me, p- partic- like personally. Like the glass stuff, like oh my god, we're all actually cracked and we accept it now. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right, <laughs> but like it's fine. <laughs> That's just a personal criticism. Uh, Dom, were you get? What were you gonna say about pacing like 20 minutes ago? Yeah. Um. So I think it was Tipsy and Tulip. I'm not sure, or was it Nick in the in your server where I first watched the episode, and then I immediately put my thoughts in the spoiler chat. So. To summarize, uh, my first impression was like, wow, I really did not like that pacing. I think it's because I really expected like a BMO-esque episode where it it would be a 45 minute long episode. So it was nice to hear that you guys felt like it was a movie because that's exactly what I felt like it. So I guess that doesn't make it bad. That just makes it different. Um, So how I feel is that BMO was like one long episode. Like, uh, it's like one goal and then you go through the, you go through the adventure. But here with Marceline Bubblegum, it does feel like a movie where there's a setup and there's, um, they each have their own separate event adventures somewhere in the movie, which in the episode where they each have time to grow apart and then apart from each other. And then when they come back, it's like, oh, hey, we've healed. Um, so my criticisms, uh is that sometimes it did feel off especially their motivations because it is very strange to see and ex- like I-, I guess i expected marceline and bubblegum to have communicated better over the time that we didn't see their relationship develop but it really seems like they don't get it get each other a lot and i guess that's realistic right um it's realistic that that they don't know each other and they don't read each other's minds and that Marce- uh, Marceline doesn't understand that Bonnie was jealous and just wants like oh my god I love Princess Bubblegum's like um, characterization of like her wanting to be needed. Oh, I really like and that her too. want. I really yeah. love that. I love that they that they did that again. Um, her 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 need to be needed, um, and Bubblegum doesn't um, realize that. Uh, I guess Marceline isn't over her sadness, right? And that's why Marceline went away. So I guess as the viewer where I put my expectations on their relationships, it was frustrating to be like, what? What do you mean they don't understand each other? What do you mean they're not good at communicating right now? When that's reality, like just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean you completely understand each other. So I just had a journey talking about this uh, like, to you guys. Like this just happened live? <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, this Tom. happened live. This is what I'm talking about. And which is, this is another reason why I really, really value these discussions because I'm like, hey guys, I got my criticisms here. And halfway through my sentence, I'm like, dude, I sound like an idiot. I disagree with myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, I'm just going to say I hate Glass I realize Boy things, not yeah. think about it. And then everyone's like, here's the reason why Glass Boy is a reflection of Marceline. And I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> but um, uh, on the. Oh, sorry, Tulip, you can go. What were you going to say? I don't know. Characters are great. Like, movie stuff is great. Oh, one thing that makes it felt like a movie more than um, 
other episodes is the like mm-hmm. title sequence at the beginning and they played that song yes. over it that was yes, really yes, good yes, 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 they so yes, yes. Good. not to like not to like spiral into a musical discussion or like yet but like oh my god it was no we are spiraling guys the music is so good i want i do want to talk about that but also first i have one thing to say about that's actually about pacing so you guys said you're going to talk about pacing but then you start talking about character development yeah, <laughs> uh, like the one one of the th- like basically, this is pretty much the only thing that stuck out to me as kind of bad when I watched the episode, and mm-hmm. that's that like, Bogo and Marceline agree to help Glassboy and leave off screen. Like we see them saying they don't want to do it, and then the next time we see them, they're already they've they've already agreed to do it, and they're they're gone. Not a scene with Simon weird. though. But, yeah, Simon is great. We haven't even mentioned him yet. I love, I love Simon. I love that they didn't just like fix him. That is so satisfying. It's yeah, not like, was, oh, he's human. He was he's mess. completely normal. He's living his life now. No, he still has what like grief say? with Ice King. This he is how I cope. Going in, yeah, yeah, he was going inside the freezer. Oh, oh, this thought, is how I call. I thought he was a load of shit when I saw the finale and saw him just turn back to Simon and be completely normal. I was like, Come on, that you just killed Ice King, and, and now he's completely yeah. back to normal. And then I saw this episode, and he he was singing Marceline's song in the pub. Yes, I mean, yes, I mean he's yes. he's he's really kind, by the way. He um he saw Glassboy being upset yeah. and wanted to take about Marceline, and he took him to Marceline's house, and he's so cool. Oh, he's a sweetheart. Ah, I love Simon. One specific thing while I remember it, and again, I think this is going to be another case of I say this and everyone tells me why I'm wrong and I agree with you all, mm-hmm. but when I when I watched it, um, like, this is just a first impression gut reaction thing, I felt like Mar- Marceline, like, I, I don't remember, it's like her song didn't work and then Bubblegum was trying to fix it, and then Marceline immediately was like, I need to go to the place that hurt me the most. I was like, why? <laughs> yeah, that I didn't was, want I, them to separate. I, felt, well, I didn't want I don't, them to separate. Not so much the separation, other than, like, I didn't understand her motivation at that point. Like, I, mm-hmm. I think it was, like, exactly. like the it, in a writer's sense, they're like, oh, like, her really sad song didn't work from the past. And she's like, I gotta get sadder to defeat this dragon. But I didn't feel that. She was just like, I have to go to where I was hurt the most so the viewers can see where I was hurt the most. I'm like, all right. Yeah, that's where the writing was the weakest in in the entire episode. Um, That was the Mm -hmm. second part, I believe. And it was the second part that had the um, bubbling breakup song, which was fucking amazing. Um, but the present day stuff in the second part was lackluster. It had. I think we should clarify, like second part out of four, because it was like boarded in four segments. Because that's how. Do you mean the second half, right? or do you mean like? No, the second. The second sorry, the second because um, it's four episodes yeah. put into one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because yeah. when uh, I saw you, when I saw you like make a Tumblr post about that, and you said second part, I was confused about that too. I don't think you mean, yeah. Sorry. Um, I mean, like the, the second part out of four is what you. Yeah, mean. Yes, b- between minutes eleven and twenty-two. That's the second part, and that would have been boarded right. by a separate board team. Um, the the past stuff was absolutely incredible. The flashbacks of songs. I want to talk more okay, about those good. later. I thought you but, meant they were um, bad. <laughs> no, those were amazing. And 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 uh, God, I, I I just can't contain myself. I really want to talk about I'm those so songs. Happy. But um, but before <laughs> before we go so into good. before we go into the meat, because I feel like we're about to go there. Um, the, the scenes with Marceline um, singing the song and getting really into it for some reason, like like she yeah. got way too into it, and people <laughs> was just like horrified watching her yeah. get into the song. And Marcy just, just was, was like, "Okay, well, 
I sung that, I guess. Um, hoping you're doing okay, PB. And then she just sings her heart out and turns around at her and everything. I, um, but then... Go ahead. Yeah? Sorry. I was going to say, I could defend them in the sense that they could make an excuse that at that point, Marceline was still struggling with X and being like, oh, maybe singing this song made her like re- feel like she's regaining some sense of control and like... You know, she's going back to who she was, who she doesn't want to be, but that person mm-hmm. is also comfortable for her. So she got too into it. But the thing is, like, they didn't really show that or mention it. So I think you're just right that she just weirdly got into it in front of her girlfriend. Yeah, like, like I <laughs> yeah. can understand PB feeling like she was back in that day, watching Marceline do that as they brought back some war flashbacks. Um, but Marceline herself, like, I don't think... I think they could have explained it. They could have explained it as... Um, she really gets into a music or something, mm-hmm. and she probably. I want to then, but, answer yeah. your concern and Chan's concern with my. Uh, it's not. It's not like a, oh my god, the biggest analysis ever because they do explain it at the end of the episode. I do feel like they could have set it up better, where it's like, oh, why did Marceline suddenly want to leave to to go to her saddest past. Um, and why was Marceline so into singing her breakup song? Um, the idea of this episode, which they clearly like say towards the end with the glass and healing stuff, is that Marceline was kind of having like an identity crisis as a sad person. Like, like she's like, oh, I've always been angsty. I've always been sad. I don't know how to be anything else. So the fact that Marceline has been happy lately, it's been freaking her out. And that's why the lyrics of like... Monster. Um, you're the, yeah, Monster, you're the pink in my cheeks and I'm afraid because... Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit soft. That means I'm a little bit soft. And yeah. uh, th- they cut this out. I think it's in the full version, but there's another line where she says, I'm a little bit weak, which I think is a harsher yeah. word. Oh, which that is, that encapsulates it. Um, that's so the sweater I think... line. That's the sweater line. I, 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 just so you know, I stole your sweater. Aww. Yeah, the, oh my god. <laughs> the full so thing. So I anyway. do think that, that her motivations were explained at the end, but I don't think that's a good excuse, honestly. Her motivations were explained at the end where um, the reason why she purposefully puts herself in bad memories and purposely wants to be sad is because it's all she's ever known it's what she's comfy with um see i agree, yeah. I agree so with as that, a as but mm-hmm. i agree with that but like i said like as a in like a writer's context like i'd rather her say like i'd rather her like stammer and say like i have to go and then pb's like where are you going yeah she's like i have to go instead she's like being so i have to go yeah, to yeah. the place <laughs> that hurt me the most it's like okay yeah, that was definitely a trailer line. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah like, i really oh. think that that they should have fought about that. I feel like they didn't fight enough in that scene where it would have been like Bubblegum being like, are you seriously leaving right now? Why are you leaving? And Marceline's like, I don't know. I don't know. I just I have think, to go. I think I, it I, made sense for PB because she was like, oh, oh, like Marceline failed. I'm going to finally prove myself. And she was like working. Oh, yeah, okay. That's like, why. Yeah, that's why. And PB's like, okay, good. Now I can work and do this so myself. So PB took advantage of it. <laughs> yeah, oh PB my took God. advantage of her, you which know, is like, like perfect. <laughs> It's one, of those, it's just one of those hindsight things where, you, you know, mm-hmm. your explanation about why Marston was like that, um, it makes perfect sense. And now I'm thinking about it, like, yeah, even at the beginning where she was writing that song and she was like, no, it's not good yet. It was It's the exact same mm-hmm. struggle. Like, she doesn't feel like she has that, like, angst oh, to motivate her. But, like, but on your first watch, yeah, it doesn't. Exactly. You know, that's how she's feeling. And that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. But it wasn't exactly super clear. 
Like, yeah. yeah. I feel. I wish they made her more uncomfortable. You know, like, mm-hmm. like with her happiness, because they do. Like, you're right. They do say that at at the end, and they don't say it enough at the start. And I feel like they should have said it enough at the start, so that we understand immediately that she's struggling with her happiness. I love how you said mm-hmm. that word. Sorry. What? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you said un- sorry, what? uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. And I was like, uncomfortable. I'm sorry. It's- <laughs> <laughs> It's it, my it's accent. Like, dude, Dom put the emphasis on the wrong syllables. <laughs> Stop. It's, um, it's Tipsy, spelled that way. After the episode came out, you were talking about how Marcelin was written weird at that moment. And I thought, mm-hmm. hmm, well, that, I don't remember it like that. I remember it being the flashback. You know, and mm-hmm. like it, it flashbacked to the past. And then she was really getting into it then because she really meant it then, but in the present. But then when I went back and rewatched it, you were totally right. It's weird. Like before it kissed the flashback, she's getting into it and like, smiling and saying yeah no you got the lyrics mm-hmm. wrong these are the real ones and uh mm-hmm. it felt weird but dom just explained all that away perfectly but the episode itself didn't and that's not great if if, yeah. if the storyboarding if the storyboarding was improved a little bit um so that her expressions were like more in tune with mm-hmm. um how we're supposed to be feeling or how she's supposed to be feeling and um mm-hmm. if that line was cut i have to go to the place where i was hurt most and she just left because she she was freaking out because she was in a place where her mother left her and she was in a horrible mood so she left in a straw that would make more sense to me in my opinion than her deliberately seeking the place where she was abandoned because she wanted to get upset that just doesn't make any sense to me yeah you Uh, know what would have been nice if she like went off in like a fit of rage that her that her breakup song didn't work and then she just subconsciously wandered into her old like into her old house because like they pass through there, so her subconscious like body would would like lead her there, and then she'd be like, "Oh, I guess I'm here. Time to go look at my sad stuff." That would have been so <laughs> nice, so natural. But like I said, it is because her motivation is that I need to purposefully put myself in a bad mental space because yeah, this is and, all I've ever known. And, mm. and that that like 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 that revelation at the end. I think the the final part of the episode, um, the final eleven minutes, is definitely mm-hmm. the strongest in the episode. It is fucking amazing mm-hmm. for the entire oh 11 minutes God. I like um, that oh sorry go ahead um, oh. I, I feel like that makes it a bit better um, what you mm-hmm. just told me thinking that she did it because she was freaking out that she can't write a sad song anymore and that does coincide mm-hmm. with what she said immediately before she left as well mm-hmm. I like that I don't know if you guys felt like this but no, like not exactly but for me this reminded me of what was missing in a way that like it was like yes. the first angsty song didn't work and you're like oh my god the song that worked is about love <laughs> I'm like oh my yeah. god but i um <laughs> i think it is funny that i still don't get why the dragon was so repelled by music and like oh my god i don't understand either even, like even like in the, the flashback time... she just aggressively played her song the dragon like uncomfortably was yeah. like all right this is getting a little weird for me. <laughs> 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 well, the, uh, the the shadow the dragon's creatures? like yeah, which are, which are, I turned on the subtitles when I watched them the, mm. when I rewatched it this morning, and those guys were called Glass Assassins, which I love. Oh my god, why, <laughs> that's, that's so cool! Um, yeah, but they like they were um, physically hurt by like the music, so I don't know. I guess that's just by reverb, which I yeah, so maybe would, which yeah. which they like that's what the, when they showed like oh look this is like sound works against it, but I was like is that really the only explanation? But how come the second time it doesn't work? Is it be- oh, I I thought it really was gonna emotion. be like a what was missing? Yeah, it's the emotion. Yeah, it's it's the emotion. That's um, what's true. 
Of course, PB didn't identify that because she's looking for the signs of the sound waves, which does mm-hmm. work to an, an effect. Like, you see them being destroyed by the sound waves. But um, first of all, the dragon has gotten used to the emotion that Marcy put in the first song. Secondly, she doesn't mm-hmm. feel that emotion anymore. Um, even though she got really mm-hmm. into it, she didn't feel as aggressive. And though it worked, it didn't completely subdue the dragon. Um, and it was the emotion in the last song which didn't hurt the dragon. It made it go through a transformative change as it gained a self-realization. Came out mm. cat butterfly. God, that was so Adventure Time. <laughs> it's so Adventure Time. It's just funny. It reminded me so much of um, the ending of Blank Eyed Girls. Yeah. Yeah, really. Oh I thought God. of I thought of the the like Gunter's egg hatching and that's just being a cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's very. I didn't think of that. But either. um, it's very adventure time. I think my criticism is that when Marceline, when the song did work back in the day, the dragon had like no sign of being in pain. It literally just backed up awkwardly. <laughs> I was like, kind. I kind of wished it, it. It like at least like. Like, like, oh! Maybe the song hit hit <laughs> the dragon well. hard as well because it's like I guess that's a like it's a f- angry and full of hate. I don't yeah, know. that's what I think. I think the dragon um, was emotionally because the dragon did fire. Because how that scene went is um, Marceline was getting increasingly aggressive towards Bubblegum. Mm-hmm. Um, first she was just on the barrier, she walked down it, she went in her face, then she destroyed the barrier, and then the dragon mm-hmm. when she did that. Um, Blamed fire at her, then Marceline backed in, um, intimidated the dragon back into the cave, and I, I think it was just really hurt by the pain that was in her music. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. why when it reemerged, it was more angry later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why it's music that heals it as well in the end, because it just shows that it's very sensitive mm-hmm. to emotional music. I think that's a good segue into the music of the episode. Like, yeah, wait, wait, no, can I say something? No, I'm kidding. Go, Nick. Go, Nick. <laughs> Um, the fact that you guys just came up with these, like, super deep character analysis is a great proof of how, like, um, when I, when I recorded, like, my own thoughts about this yesterday, Mm -hmm. um, I sort of, I had this expectation that the episode was going to be, like, 80% just backstory flashback stuff, but, um, Mm -hmm. like Adventure Time usually does, it's more about how the flashbacks affected the present, and... Mm -hmm. We get, like, one flashback, of, not counting the ending, we get one flashback of PB and Marcy together, and it's like, I was expecting so much more of that, but the one flashback that they give us, there's, it's so perfectly vague that you can, you can pull everything you guys just said, you just pull from that sequence, and it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. it, it, you watch that sequence and you don't notice that but it's so easy to pull that from it can i just say i absolutely love how the flashback was cut up into three segments and we were showing them in reverse order oh i did too i was gonna mention that dude but uh the five five bubbling flashbacks that we're seeing because we do see five in the episode um they're all in reverse chronological order and i thought that was amazing because they showed us the fallout first then the, the powerful song that caused the fallout that it had been building up to the whole time. I didn't notice and, that. Oh and, my and then, god, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> and, and then the conflict that caused the song to begin with and how it was a misunderstanding and lack of communication and they were in a bad mood because because of various reasons that's contextualised by Marceline. By, by the entire episode, contextualises it and it all builds up. Oh my god, and then the scene at the scene at the end. <laughs> two things, two things. One, I am very, very, very satisfied. I'm always worried about flashbacks, like how deep and how much they'll have in, in any context. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, I like 
I like things to be vague enough, like you said, that you can fill it fill it in yourself, but it's not like a definitive answer that just gets rid of all speculation. But like, I thought one that there was a perfect amount of flashbacks and that they were woven in really well. Um, and two, this is kind of unrelated, but like, I felt so much like happiness in my soul that this was just a post finale episode because until until I saw it with my own eyes and I got confirmation from like Simon showing up or whatever, I was like, what if distant lands is all flashbacks and we never see post finale. And I was like, please no, please no. Imagine, imagine like the thing I really, I I can't go into this. I'll I'll go into it forever. What I really (laughs) loved about this episode is it showed a gay couple having a relationship. And Martin, Bubblegum straight up said, "My vampire girlfriend." Uh, Yeah, girlfriend. Yes, girlfriend. Can I can I say something? Uh Like, um, my fear. My oh my god, my fear with Bubbly and being canon was like, okay, if if they're gonna be canon and they're gonna be real girlfriends, are they gonna change completely? Are they gonna write them wrong? Or like, what's gonna happen? So I'm really glad when Obsidian came out, they were still in character. They like Marceline still felt so like Marceline. Well. <laughs> Bubblegum still felt like Bubblegum. And they were girlfriends. They were they were each other but together. Like they, they uh, You know how so many well. cartoons ruin characters once they get into relationships? It's like they're so out of character, but this one, it's like it's them. Stop. It's them and it's real. I was, like... I was not afraid of that because we'd seen Adventure Time for like several seasons when they'd been together and they, they were just still really funny together. That was the entirety of season seven, season eight, and mm-hmm. season nine. They were definitely together then, and they were amazing together. But yeah, but was, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like canon explicit. canon. It was canon, yeah, but not canon canon. Ab- absolutely explicit. Like, I've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> they, they were dating. You know, there, there are so many, like, moments, you know, like, obviously explicit moments. Like, they kissed, like, three times, I think, in the special. Yeah. But the part that really stood out to me was when PB called Marceline her girlfriend because I, so like, I don't think that's I happened so before. <sighs> no, it hasn't. Like even in super explicit shows like Steven Universe, where it's very clear that that there's gay in there, but like they, get they, don't, they don't in say Steven it. Universe. <laughs> <laughs> get married in Steven they Universe. Never they never even call each other What do they say? Right? say you're my wife. What no, do they say? I pronounce you gem and jam or something. I pronounce you garnet. They say I pronounce you garnet. We haven't heard like girlfriend yeah. in so long. Yeah. I think I think the one time we hear like a queer not one time, but one of the big times where we hear a queer um uh relationship thing is that Sadie says um that their partner is their partner. And they said yeah. partner, and I think they're non binary, so that was good. Yeah, they are. I think I, I think that was like one time. That's probably why it like it was such a casual line in the episode, which I again really appreciated. Like there weren't like we mm-hmm. are dating, by the way, girlfriend, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I think she just like my vampire girlfriend. It's I was natural. like, it's I was like, normal. why did the word girlfriend just punch me in the gut in a good way? I was like, wait, how, <laughs> how did the word how did the word girlfriend feel so natural yet so surreal at yeah. the same time? We've never is this what representation before, because she was yeah. angry at Marceline and she said. I, she said she got ditched by her vampire girlfriend. And you can see Glass Princess's reaction. She's like, oh. <laughs> She's like, um, oh dear. <laughs> another thing on that is, which I'm really glad about, I was very scared about this happening, was, like, obviously there were some points where they felt a little bad, but I thought, like, halfway through the episode, they were going to, like, have a big fight. And that's why Marceline was mm-hmm. going to leave. And I was like, 
like maybe mm-hmm. this isn't working like in the span of 11 minutes they just like freak mm-hmm. out at each other but like uh, they, they got like sort of upset but they were like you know like i understand yeah like, but it's not were... a threat to their relationship yeah, exactly and it That's felt great because so they could have easily been like bubblegum's like you're just how you were before and now i'm gonna fix it uh... and, and oh no marceline i didn't mean to and marceline's like i'm out of here like some stupid stuff like that but they just didn't yeah. call uh, it i'm so happy thank god this when isn't I... fucking steven universe right okay um never mind <laughs> when I when I did my my per- personal discussion, that was like my mm-hmm. biggest point of how mm-hmm. incredibly like this episode's about Marceline. Like it's just about mm-hmm. Marceline. It uh, people like and Marceline's bubble bubblegum's girlfriend, and like and like that's that's it. Like there's not a there's not necessarily a big drama in the relationship. It's just a drama with Marceline, and you know it's great to see that because. You know what? Even whether or not it's a sh- it's, it's straight or gay, like stop doing romantic drama. Like show people be happy for five yeah. seconds in a, in a TV yeah. show. And that's why I think- I'm just glad that their conflict was not about their relationship and was about their like, uh, like separate they're, they're personal self-worth. like. They're, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their own stability, their own wounds, and how they they've come. Their wounds brought them together, and it mm. split them apart. And and Marceline herself. Learned that she wasn't a mom. Let's talk about Marceline, shall we? Um... Yeah. <laughs> and not the music. We're gonna get to the music. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Maybe we could save it for last. I don't know. Save it for last. It's I think we should. <laughs> save it for last. Go ahead. Marceline, go. Oh, oh do you do you have thoughts, Tipsy, or are you just like setting the stage? Um, yeah, I, I prefer to set the stage. Than to oh, I love Marceline. Too. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> what I have to say. Okay, one, all of her outfits were amazing. I loved all of them. Um, <laughs> I yeah. love all of Marceline and Bubblegum's outfits. Um, the animation was wonderful. I really enjoyed it. I know that's not specific to Marceline, but I just had to mention it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. the uh, the um, flashbacks were so good. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's funny, everyone's like, uh, oh, we got confirmation of Marceline's mom's name. And I was like, did I just straight up miss that? And I, it turns out it was in the subtitles. It was just in the subtitles. I didn't have but it But it's Elise, right? Is that her mom's yes. name? That's a great name. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> um, but, Mar- I don't know, Marceline, what, what, what do I say? This, I'm overwhelmed. Ooh, I, uh, <laughs> uh, going back to what um, Tulip uh, mentioned a while ago. Oh my god, Kid Marceline. Wasn't that scene great? Mm-hmm. I laughed so oh, hard. Oh my god! Okay, the 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 uh, the dog thing was depressing, but yeah. like I laughed so hard, the baby's just like, "What's up?" What did he say? "What's up?" And yeah. then he went up to I, I was think like, "It's like super mutated." <laughs> he went up to his dead mom over... and he was like, "What's up?" <laughs> I can't get over it? that scorpion and that skeleton with the freaking mm. chain, yeah, three <laughs> D glasses <laughs> with, with the like. People who worked on OKK also worked on this, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I know for sure that they did that segment of the episode because that Stussy S is, like, all over OKKO. It's great. Oh, I love, my God. I love, I love that little S. I really thought she was going to say it. <sighs> they... I, 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 I think that sequence was great. It was dark. It was humorous. It was emotional. Um, seeing Marceline so afraid that her mother is afraid of her beautiful seeing marceline blame herself that hunson left them beautiful i just they didn't mention it but after marceline ate the soul she wasn't hungry anymore right 
That's right. She wasn't hungry yeah. anymore. She ate so yeah. much. Used it for energy. Mm. Yeah. Wasn't that cool? I Love think that's that. cool. That's a good little detail I missed. That's awesome. <laughs> it was really messed up when she took the soul of the puppy. No, not of the puppy, so of the mummy. Up. And then the puppy ran around the mummy. Like it, it wasn't. It wasn't mm-hmm. the mummy's fault because Marceline's mother saw the puppy and freaked out because it was a yeah. whole new world. She was panicking because she can't was dying. They, I can't believe they animated that. They animated a person like just whacking a dog, and yeah, it's mutated, but it's still a dog. And I was like so shocked. I was like, oh my god. Ah. Really, that was really that was the most shocking part of the episode. Yeah, it? yeah, that's the shocking. You know what's part. funny now that I think about it is like what? I thought that dog was so funny because of the like was up thing, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I just thought of this now. Like in a sense, that's like. Wow, dogs are starting to mutate in the sense that they can talk, and then Jake mm-hmm. happened eventually, <laughs> and all the other dogs. Oh my god, it's Jake's uh, ancestors! Yeah. Oh no! Which yeah. is that—that's a cool little detail. Like I would—I I thought the "was up" was so funny, but like they might have just put that so obviously for comedic effect, but also like mm-hmm. "was up" is such like a basic word, like the first one you might learn. And I'm like, oh my god, dogs mm-hmm. are starting to talk talk in the universe now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and the I... S scorpion as well is getting sentience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I-, I wanted to um, tangent to the emotionalist part of the scene, which is the red light um, and no. her f- finding finding the message. Can I just say, whoever thought of that sequence, whoever thought of that story, I I'm still broken over it. Like just the visual like aspect of it, the fact that the red light stopped blinking and. Which means her entire like like journey with her mom is also like ending like it's dude, like forced closure dude, and it's oh my dude. god what am I gonna do with myself? Everything about that idea with the red light, the message, her missing the message, mm-hmm. the broken ladder, her finally hearing it, the red light stopping, everything about it. I'm like this is everything. literally genius. It's, every every aspect. It is such. I'm going a crazy. Good, a good plot point. And I'm stupid and didn't realize that's what the red light meant on my first watch. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it either. I I thought thought it was just like, and then, oh my god, sorry, Tipsy, you first, you first. (laughs) I thought it was a fucking power light, okay? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really get, but then I saw someone in the server mention like, oh, that meant that there was a new message. So that implies that uh marceline's mom left that message for her like that like like five minutes after that message for her the moment yeah yeah the moment she got in that cave thing that that bunker and she carried on already had thousands maybe not thousands i don't know we don't know hundreds hundreds like 900 at least 900 or like eight or like eight no a thousand years because marceline is a thousand and five well at this point she's probably like a thousand and fifteen years old so she, mm-hmm. she, it was definitely over a thousand years ago. Well, didn't like the Marceline, the Simon and Marcy flashback say like eight hundred twenty-eight years ago or no, something? No, no, you're, you're thinking of the bubblegum flashback. Oh, yeah, the, that's 27. the bubblegum flashback with the little right, little right, bubblegum right, girl. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just uh, the fact that that light has tormented her her entire alone childhood life. Um, imagine, imagine that light was the symbol of your annoyance that you're alone. And then it turned out to be the message that your mom left. You I just can't, dude. I can't think about that. I'm gonna. I'm, saying, like, what, who, whose idea was it to put the message machine that high up in the first place, though? I'm guessing it was. Yeah. I mean, yes, whoever made that bunker is an idiot, but also like, who, uh, it looked. I think they just went in it and and they just used someone else's. So they'll blame the people before yeah. them and not themselves. They did put a well, ladder I'm, at least. 
I I only watched once again, again but I mm-hmm. on that on that uh speak on that phone whatever it is. I think there was a piece of tape that said do it on it and that implied to me that like that was a bomb activation thing or something. No. But maybe uh, I'm yeah. just wrong. Maybe I didn't. Dude, I need I to rewatch it. It really that. doesn't feel like a message computer. It looks like a like a bunker computer where it's like, oh, if you press this, you're gonna open the door and shit. And, yeah, but that was like a nuclear. play button on it and a stop button, right? Maybe no, it was, yeah. was like a space bar. I might be remembering. No, there there were definitely multiple buttons, and she pressed the play oh, okay. button. Maybe it was because right. of bad electric bad electrics. You know, like um, I I looked at a property um, somewhere nearby once, and they had the electric meter right in the corner of the ceiling where I wouldn't possibly be able to reach. Maybe because mm-hmm. it's a bunker, all of the electrics are at the top, mm. and they haven't wired it properly. Mm. And also, yeah. maybe that's why everybody died because whoever designed the bunker <laughs> is an idiot. For the bunker you... didn't work, obviously. Yeah, for <laughs> all you uh, for all you apocalypse bunker enthusiasts out there, I'm sorry that we're like mocking whatever methods you use. I'm sure that radio. Yeah, if you have your messaging me. thing at the top, yeah, m- we don't know better. I guess. Yeah, just let us know in the comments below if your apocalypse bunker. <laughs> if you have a bunker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on the topic of this scene, to to str- to sway it away from like the emotional parts, something that was really mm. important for me that I'm very very glad they included was this is the first time we saw baby marceline like writing her own music like on the Mm -hmm. um obvious yeah obviously like simon would sing to her but like you know Mm -hmm. just the fact that she was alone and she started writing music to cope how did she make her own ukulele that's yeah i was looking at that like yeah that wouldn't work (laughs) but it's fine you know you know like um you know in like bonnie you know in like the bonnie bob bubblegum episode where pb's just um lobotomized her uncle and she's like really pissed off and then of course they they start (laughs) worshiping her and then she tells him to call her princess and then you can see she's becoming the character we know later I felt like this mm-hmm. was that for Marceline. Yes, um, yes, yes, exactly. Can I hold on? Can I say something about that? Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. So you know, at the beginning of the show, Marceline had kind of a completely different personality that she does at the end of the show, which you could see as her developing over the course of the series, or you could see as inconsistent writing if you wanted to interpret it that way. But like in this, you know, in the flashback, in the like bubbly flashback when she's like breaking up with Bulgum. Mm-hmm. Um, she acts like she did in season one. You know, you know, it, it's consistent. Like she yeah, used to be that way, and now character. she's not. Yes, and, like I, I love seeing that because it's not like retconning. It's not like oh, she was never rude. Like yeah, she was. She just got better. Mm-hmm. And then also the with the flashback scene, we got to see her kind of becoming that person who she was in like season oh one. Oh my god! Yeah, so if you're blowing my mind, I didn't even inter- interpret it like that. Ah! Yeah, I um. That's so good. I. You know, as you do when you watch amazing new episodes, I, I listen to the song in... We're not going to talk about the songs yet, but I listen to the song in the <laughs> car with my dad because, like, he's interested in this stuff and he supports me. Mm-hmm. And he goes... No. He was like, uh, why why is Marceline so mad at Bubblegum? What'd she do? I'm like, she, like, she didn't really do anything. Marceline just sucked. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. It's the Candy Kingdom, right? It's because yeah. Bubblegum started getting busy with the Candy Kingdom and Marceline's like, what? Yeah. Please just be my. But my dad's like, why is Marceline being a dictator? My dad's like, why is Marceline being so mean? I'm like, well, dad, sometimes people are just mean when they're younger. (laughs) (laughs) And and it fits exactly. It fits exactly with what Hinden Wolf said all those years ago when she said that Mm -hmm. when PB was young, uh, she came out with Marceline, and then PB grew. You know, like focus and but but that actually segues perfectly into the episode because Marceline's flashbacks, mm-hmm. um, her her issues of abandonment when her mother said specifically, "I don't have time for you right now." Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, they used that line three later. times, right? Right? 
three times. Oh, what what was the third time? I think there was three times. I don't remember the third one, but there was definitely three. It was repeated. <laughs> I don't know. It was done at least once. Um, so PB said I didn't that notice either, but I to- yes, now that you mention it, again, like, I, I get it now. <laughs> oh my god. And, and she said that, um, and she said, and she thought that her mom, mom, mom abandoned her because she's a monster. And then PB called her monster trash. And if you combine that with the fact Marceline oh has been abandoned by her father, by Simon, um, by everybody oh who was supposed to look after uh, her, and now suddenly with abandonment issues are my shit, baby. <laughs> also, like to, to put a cherry on top, combine it with the fact that she's immortal. So if she ever did make a friend, she would have to watch them die, and she'd lose them all, like again. Stop. Yeah, yeah stop. <laughs> this is her girlfriend, like the one person she's let back in, let into her life, and who mm-hmm. can trust. And her girlfriend says those things. PB has no idea. PB's like in a bad mood. She um, she she's pissed off with Marceline. Marceline's acting like a complete sociopath from her perspective. Yeah. Um, and PB is acting really self-centered from Marceline's perspective because PB wants to do it for herself almost. Um, and Marceline mm-hmm. just completely flips off and she, she thinks um, she doesn't want PB to abandon her and she's so hurt that she sees it happening. I think it really hits uh, Marceline's like soul if she's not needed. So the fact that she... W- I, I really like the line where she was so hurt that um, that PB brought Moro with her the whole time. She was like, oh, you thought I was going to fail? And PB's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure Marceline was super hurt by that because... Um, it's the same thing with her mother, where, like, her mother was just so busy. Was just so busy that, like, Marceline can't ever help. She's the helpless little girl. So I think she grew up afraid that she was never going to be helpful. And hearing that PB doesn't need her help probably hits home. Oh, yeah. And I think that does. hurts. Imagine, you know, being young Marceline and having that feeling that you can't do anything to help. And then suddenly, mm-hmm. like, having to completely fend for yourself and live completely alone, like... It's gotta be. I mean, obviously, it's it's tough anyway. But well, mm-hmm. especially because she can't. She survived on her own, and she was capable. And to her, I that think probably it's because hurt. she can so, help. Yeah. Well, that's like, why it she, hurt so she bad. sucked She's that like, de- that soul. Every, but then it's sorry. Go. <laughs> I was just gonna say, everyone in her life has, uh, you know, not exactly, but to her, has said like we don't need you, you're not helping. But she's like, I'm surviving on my own, I'm good enough, why is everyone telling me I'm not? So then she goes, you know, she retreats into herself because everyone else is telling her she's not good enough, and she clearly is, and that obviously, you know, that contributes to her trauma. It's just, it's, it's, oh, it's so good. Um, something I really, I wanted to mention, uh, which is the in the same scene, um, I was really nervous because I was like, okay, they need to tackle what happened between these two in a way, like, in such a delicate way because they could mess it. Like, I was worried that whatever made them, like, not friends or not date anymore back then was going to be some crazy thing. And, 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 and like, I would have been, like, I could never see them, like, even talking casually like they did throughout the show after that. Mm-hmm. But, like, the scene was, like, it was just, like, they weren't grown up enough yet. Either of them, yeah. either of them were ready. And, you know, it didn't it didn't work out and and it kind of ended badly but like not in a way that it made no it didn't like invalidate the show in the sense that like they wouldn't still like kind of be friends or kind of be able to tolerate each other but still be a little annoyed at each other like it was really good and i was happy about that 
Like, I thought Marston was going to be like, hey, BB, I killed your family by mistake, and PB's like, get out of here. I hate you, yeah, you killed my that, family, and then, like, the that, show that just went only, on. That can only could have happened, and PB didn't care that much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, guys, can I, guys, can I say something real quick? Yes. yes. Of course. I accidentally pressed the go live button on my recording software, so we were just live streaming, like, half of that discussion. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Where were you live streaming it? Uh, the TV, dog. Where? The TV. <laughs> we live stream to all five apocalypse bunkers across the nation. <laughs> oh my god, 58 minutes ago, yeah. Crown Cryptid Nick P is live. And Part 1, Team Fortress 2. They couldn't turn us off because the shutoff button was too high in the ceiling. <laughs> we, have, we, literally, we literally just made the red light for there's someone else. 47 views, Nick! <laughs> Nick, there's a Views. It's fine. It's eight <laughs> likes. <laughs> it's fine. Eight likes. This shit wants itself. I swear. Um, <laughs> See, at least I didn't accidentally have anything on screen. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I can't even comment on That's it. Fine. I'm not allowed. Should Turn on comments, Nick. Should we stop? Oh, I ended it. It's over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> eight likes. Oh dear. What do you think? Do you agree it's a good time to start talking about the music portions? What music? Yeah. Was there music? Yeah, no, the, I actually have only seen it once, but I think there's music in it. Yeah, oh, really? I'm pretty I sure. Think, <laughs> I think the lyrics are so intertwined with the story that we will have to um, talk about the music oh, whilst we're fine. talking about the story and especially about mm-hmm. bubbling. Mm-hmm. So, um, so regarding the lyrics, this was an incredibly brutal song. Um, Marceline clearly didn't oh, give a crap about the welfare of the candy people, but she called PB a desperate. She said she she ruins everybody's lives around. She called her a dictator, oh. straight up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, if only she had fascist in that in that lyrics. Oh, so we're going too. right to the breakup song. I was gonna say like the first like. Let's start from the top. Well, yeah, like the first. I think the, when the title screen kicked in, they they did like sort of like a. I don't even remember. It was just like this really good like indie sounding rock yes, song. Yeah, and I was I like, really this is like really it. good. <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it set the mood so well and it was also so different from what I'm used to with the show. I love it. It really helped making them feel like the domestic couple they are. It's so nice. Yeah. Um, like seeing that first scene with them doing all that stuff, like it, it was God, like it was, it was a blessing. Mm. Like we live in the best timeline, honestly. <laughs> also, that that first song is definitely has more meaning on on rewatch. Yeah, all that is, for that. is that uh, originally wrote for Obsidian, or was that like a, was that oh, just for sure. it's definitely song? for, yeah. for yeah. sure, yeah. definitely. It's called. I'm I'm looking at the credits right now. It's called. It's funny. Here, let me put the yeah. screen cap so that we have a nice little uh, reference. Okay, like I want to talk about that, and also. <sighs> Um, other songs at the same time, so we're not going to go in chronological order. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, so, that's cool. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the vocals for um, "It's Funny" is Glassboy or like Glassboy's voice actress. I mean, not not him Ooh, in character, but like it's it seems a little weird to me that Glassboy has three songs, counting that one in the special, and like. You know the one in the middle about see-through princess is you know has a clear meaning. Because Michaela's voice is good. (laughs) Yeah, but then the other two, the one at the very beginning and the very end, are sung by Glassboy, but are about Marceline. Like it's weird. Like because when you when you listen to the lyrics of 
it's funny. It's pretty clearly from the perspective of younger Marceline. Like it mm-hmm. could, it could either be when she was like a kid living in the bunker, or mm-hmm. um, when she broke up. You know, some or I don't know, one wow. of those two time periods. Or maybe after we listen to this middle. song, <laughs> you should because it definitely is that. But but it's also, good. and then also at the end, you know, diegetically, Glassboy is singing to see through princess but really the lyrics are about yeah. like are, are pretty clearly about bubblegum and marceline spending I an eternity really dating love each the other song eternity with you i love it so much it's so sweet and i want to listen to it over and over again and yeah it's it's it i love it because like i think it makes sense that glass boy starts and ends the episode in a song where it sounds like marceline is singing like the lyrics are, are written by are... marceline it's because it, mm-hmm. it ties to the to the plot point that Glassboy is supposed to be yeah, a you're right. Marceline. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Bruh. <laughs> Can I apologize again for calling Glassboy annoying? I'm sorry everybody. Yeah? He's not annoying. He's, 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 he's just needs his fight. Yeah, well, like, specifically the, the point uh, that I realized, oh yeah, this is definitely Marceline with the, the I'm funny song at the beginning, is that one of the lyrics is mm. like, you know, when people run it's because I want them to, you know, like the exact thing that she says in the flashback. Yeah. So. Yeah. God, I have to listen to this again. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, it's about Marceline scaring people and 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 laughing, but she she's clearly distressed. But she's pretending that she's laughing at it. That's that's what it's mm-hmm. funny is about. God, it's a really good song. Yeah. I th- all the songs are so good. Um, I think it's also really nice that they paid an homage to an older Adventure Time song, which is Remember You. Like, it's just so nice to hear something mm-hmm. so familiar. It really get, puts you into the world of like, yeah, yeah, this when, is Adventure when Time. When I first heard that, the... I was like, oh, why is he doing that? But when I saw him like trying, like dressed up as Ice King, it made more sense. So I was like, I was yeah, because like, oh, he can't weird. move on. Yeah, I was like, that's kind of weird that he's doing that. Like, it felt like a like a shoehorned like reference to the old show but then i then i was like okay never mind when, when he was like in the ice king outfit <laughs> it was, it was also yeah there were there were really good subtle references to other stuff from the show like dirt beer guys tavern um, oh yeah anyway, we, we could talk about that later what, songs what, what do we have to say about the songs um so moving on obviously to uh what's it called uh woke up that song woke is so woke up good. destroyed uh, me that song is so, right away just i the, the night i was trying to sleep after obsidian i just could hear it in my head it was din, 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 din. and i was like all the I past can't. three days that's all i've been able to hear in my head i was oh well when the when the instrumental started kicking in it was the exact I mean. same instrumentals from the trailer i had the Biggest goosebumps! I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna cry!" It's so cool. The oh my bang, god. bang, bang on the door, and when Marceline yeah. starts walking, the drums yep. kicking at the same mm-hmm. time of her step, and when she kicks the finger, and, the yeah, and like the whole song, the way it builds, it just like the lyrics. I was like in, I was in Nirvana, like I ascended. I was like, this is like the peak of yeah. existence right now. Well, I'm, it's weird because like mm-hmm. "Woke Up" is obviously the banger of the episode. Mm-hmm. But I also feel kind of conflicted about liking it so much because it's it's you know obviously like from a bad period in yeah, but, but it's lives, a bad period. It's but like, it's satisfying. It's a satisfying song to hear, and it's it's a like, yeah like you're allowed to like it. Like, it's, we <laughs> have to accept that a lot of Marceline and Bubblegum's relationship was misunderstanding each other. So I think this is a good like like summary of why they broke up like why they didn't work out and it's a banger it's such a great song but it's like you know but you know what it's about it's like no but this is wrong you shouldn't break up i don't want that <laughs> well, it's just like, well yes they should have at that point i know we don't want it but like they weren't yeah know, they weren't good for each other at that time that song um the exactly. way 
that was my favorite part of the reverse flashbacks is when Marceline goes, well, as long as we're being honest, and she starts playing the bass and then it cuts the flashback. <gasps> oh, I was like, yeah. oh, that was so oh, good. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. they gave us context for why she, like, broke out into why that song. Why she started song. singing it afterwards and i was like oh man (laughs) that scene was perfect from the bass drums to walking and the door banging to like the way marceline looks she's super sexy i love her outfit Mm -hmm. i oh she looked great right she looked great i'm it's a good song it's a good song guys it's a good song (laughs) i think it's my favorite song in the entire series and i think it's like the I think it's the only song in the whole series that Played I can through. listen to outside of the context of oh, the series yeah. and and love it a lot. That's why I played it for my dad. I was like, Dad, listen to this cool indie song. <laughs> like, I was just like, this is so good. <laughs> Not actually, because he, you know, he knows I love the show and he's interested. He loves her voice. But I'm like, dude, you have to hear this. Just the fact that it was, um, I think you said this, Nick. I'm not sure, but... Maybe Tulip. It was like that was like the first song that was uninterrupted. The entire like yeah, there was no like yeah. zany scene in between. Like it was just full like the full thing. Yeah, was like, like it's so a music exciting. video like Solid. sequence. And it, it as much music as this show has, it's kind of one of the only one of those that we've ever gotten. It was so good. Like oh my god. Oh my god. Especially because so like satisfying. um, especially because they. Um, they played Monster before the special aired, and I'm like, I was worried that, I was like, okay, they played the one good song from it, and the rest are forgettable, but it's like, no. Oh. No. <laughs> no, oh, that's so wrong, yeah. Um, obviously, I didn't, like, I was just nervous about that. I didn't think that was the case, but I was nervous mm-hmm. about it, because, you know, in the past, when they would preview songs from episodes of the show, usually that would be, like, the only song in the in the episode when they would play the songs mm-hmm. ahead of time at, like, Comic-Con. Um, obviously uh-huh. this is a special case because it's a Marceline 44 minute whatever but mm-hmm. yeah um, I, love- I, I guess I was surprised too like I really thought Monster was gonna be like the highlight of this episode but I think it's like Woke Up is too much of a banger and yeah. but that oh being my God. said Monster oh monster. stop oh, I'm destroyed tipsy. stop tipsy. oh my god monster do you remember we were talking about this and you were like I'm worried it's just gonna be another vague song I heard monster beforehand when you said that I was like you are wrong because <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I only saw this song the other day I didn't see it um, months ago and um when I saw it, I, I just couldn't stop thinking about how brutal an attack on PB's character it was, especially in the context of... Wait, you're talking about... The glass, uh, you're monster. talking about Woke Up. Oh, Monster? No, no, not Monster, Woke Up. Um, I was like, Woke Up, Woke Up. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um, I moved on. <laughs> okay, so... Um, All right, go, Monster. Oh, no, no, Woke Up, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> she says... Um, I should say that you're kind of a dictator in a way. You're to blame. You're a constant source of misery and pain. What a shame you're stuck up. I know you won't change. And then she, later on, she says, I don't really think you're fit to rule your candy kingdom. She is mm-hmm. really going for her throat. She's in this hitting one and hard, hurt yeah. In ways that she knows PB will be hurt by personally. So I am not surprised this resulted in their breakup whatsoever. I don't really care about your stupid candy kingdom. <laughs> also, I, I love how you can like kind of hear how the Goss people got the lyrics wrong. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. What did they say? Like, all I remember is coconut. Something coconut. Oh, coconut. Yeah. I don't know really instead of stomping, stomping on, on the, the coconut. coconut. Instead of candy kingdom, oh, coconut. Yeah. That's so funny. Imagine singing for generations, like, treating it as, like, a holy, holy, like, 
a song and then you got the lyrics wrong the whole time. I- imagine singing this song ever, like, without being masculine uh, at that moment. That would be weird. But that's, <laughs> it, what I, it is? that's what I mean, Tipsy, is, like, I I totally see why this would have made them, like, break up and, and not talk and, and grow apart because it was such a brutal thing to, to yeah. happen. And I'm so happy yeah. that I feel that way because I was like, I really hope that the show can convince me that this is, like, a natural thing. Like a I real know, thing. it's so good because mm-hmm. the whole it's show, so they good. had to just dance around it, like... And be vague about what exactly. Yeah, be vague about what they thought like, about and mm-hmm. how they feel about each other now. And this special just goes right for it. Like, here's exactly what happens, and it makes perfect sense. God, I got chills. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, anyone else have something to say specifically about that song? Or watch what was missing again. It will fucking change. It will change everything. Oh my god, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, monster. Um, I will say ahead. Oh, I, I will say now that I have seen it in the show, this was the first time that I ever watched uh, someone sing. Like I watched Olivia Olsen at the Comic Con panel sing it early, because before mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that because I was afraid it would ruin it. Um, I was correct. <laughs> no, I wasn't exactly <laughs> correct. But if I didn't ever hear that song and I got to hear it for the first time in that moment, I would have probably been dead i would have died i already mm-hmm. like i did die i mean it was beautiful and i loved it but i already knew this song and i was like i wish i did not spoil this what is wrong with me god well, Guys, i think like the emotional love... weight of the situation really makes it mm-hmm. better oh, it was still i listened wonderful. to it early too yeah it was still wonderful and, and, i just wish i did and chan you were you, you just said too like you were like you would expect there to be like one song in the episode like i was kind of that same way um it's just because that's how we've back been when conditioned happened yeah yeah, yeah. Like, I thought there'd be other songs, but they would just be, like, little riffs or, like, little yeah, tiny Yeah, things. exactly. Because um, that's how, like, Adventure Time has been. They're like, here, we're going to sing mm. I Remember You. That's, yeah, because it's ten minutes yeah. episode. That's actually yeah. the worst example I could have picked, because there was, like, four, ep- four songs in that episode. <laughs> four songs. <Yeah. laughs> like, I think you were right, too, but, you know, I, I, I avoided hearing the song early. I, I, used, I like to try and go into things as completely unspoiled as I can. Same, same. Honestly, same. I wouldn't have even watched the trailer if we didn't have yeah. to for the drawing video. Yeah, I'm so glad mm-hmm. that I got to see Finn before I watched the fucking episode. Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry, <laughs> Nick. Mm-mm, mm-mm, don't talk about that yet. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about that last year. Yeah. We kind of need to wrap up get before we... No, I know, I know. Let's just get through Monster. Okay. Um, I want to say, don't you guys love that Monster and... Um, woke up are just so explicitly gay i know that yes. we already yeah. talked about this yes. one the episode so happy that they're explicitly gay but it's so it's just so nice to have a song about I, two girls the, loving the, each other yeah and the lyrics like god i i personally messaged the person on twitter like i love this song and and they they, they showed their appreciation mm-hmm. but like the the lyrics were so perfect for that moment and it was so good god like the, the, the change like the subtle change of um uh, I'm scared that it means I'm a little bit soft changing to I love that it means I'm a little bit soft at the end. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, God. <laughs> so, so I know it's emotional that she started playing with the ukulele for this song, but I have, like, a tiny heartbreak in my heart where I'm like, oh, I wish the bass didn't break because I want to hear what this yeah, song sounds like with a nice, chill that. bass. The, the bass <laughs> broke and I was the like, The bass oh. broke. <laughs> I, I, what I, are they? How dare this bass break? No. Yeah, but also that's sort of a symbolic thing. I know. Is moving it is. On for being it is symbolic. Rock. Yeah. I talked to Dom. I talked to Dom about this a little bit the other day, 
and I said the same thing. I was like, oh, it's symbolic, but at the same time, I'm like, you could also make an argument that her using, like, the base not breaking and her being okay with using it was symbolic of her accepting her past and, and moving forward with it. Instead of being like if the base was just a little bit banged up, yeah, but still playable. Yeah, exactly. Because oh the fact that it broke completely, it's just like, oh, she let go of her past because she was okay with her base breaking. That's completely acceptable. I agree. But I'm also <laughs> like, I love the base. Could you maybe? Yeah, I love the base. <laughs> <laughs> like, also, this might be a little bit off topic, but I want to mention it before I forget. Um, mm -hmm. You know, while while the song monster was playing in the episode, we got to see that flashback of Larvo, like. Mm -hmm. Larvo's backstory, and I'm pretty sure it was animated in a different art style than usual. And I, didn't really... we talk about that in BMO? We were saying maybe every episode is going to have a little guest animated <gasps> segment. Yeah. We might be right. Oh, you're right. Oh my god. I actually. Was, oh my god. I was actually going to mention that flashback. Um, it's it's so adventure timey to make the monster have like a tragic backstory. With that being said. I got a little frustrated that they use mon because they they I think they did one scene of Marceline and Bubblegum being young and laughing together in the beginning, that was and I so thought I thought Monster was gonna be a little kind of like silent uh, montage of of moments that they spent together. I think that mm -hmm. showing the dragon's backstory there was like retracting from the song. Like I felt distracted by the visual contrasting to the. Uh, song itself even though i know the song is like okay the monster's hearing it now and this is why the song is affecting this monster we want to show that i agree that's mm -hmm. fine but i'm also like dang it i wanted my pp marsley montage <laughs> I, I kind of i kind of disagree with you there though because as much as like i screamed when she said we were messed up kids who taught ourselves how to live and it just panned to pp and marcy from the past you know the, the time period when they argued and just before then when they were having a, <sighs> an adorable romantic moment and it was just they were remembering the past um, because it's not all pain in the past. They had a romantic moment in the past and they, they loved each other in the past, but they'd just grown up since then and become much closer. Um, but I also liked the music video, I'll call it, of, of the monster because it was like a representation of how Marceline felt about herself and it was also really cool and very adventure time that they gave the monster very a really tragic backstory like, <laughs> out, out yeah. of nowhere. I so had to, I... um, double, t I haven't double checked the scene, I'm pretty sure I'm wrong, but, uh, so, it, it was with its family, and then, like, a manta ray came and, like, ate all of them, I was, like, I was trying to, I was wondering, like, if the manta ray, like, if they did any sort of sound wave thing, because if the manta ray had, like, this big sound wave coming out, maybe that's why it was afraid of, like, loud sounds or something, but I don't think that mm. actually happened. No. It's made of glass, so. so it might be the vibrations in the glass that kill it. Oh, the monsters? Well, I don't, like... I don't know if Larvo is glass, because, like, think... I mean, apparently it can make the glass essence from its, like, blood yes. or something. PB, yeah. but... PB, um, PB, just before she does that really cool thing where she makes the root beer from her hand, which was an awesome shot, by mm -hmm. the way, um, she mm -hmm. takes an injection from it, and um, when she puts it in the bowl, it turns into one of the gla glass assassins. I think it's pretty evident that the monster is made out of glass, and that's why it lives in the glass kingdom. And that's why it transformed into such ways, because glass does transform when you work with it. Uh, that's a good point. And also, I didn't wow. realize this till you just said this, but that's, like, a really good thing to include, because it's, like, it is made of glass, but everyone sees that as a monster, and it, they locked it up, and it's, like, I'm made of glass, too. Why am I being locked up? And then it got, it got angry, Bruh. and that's why Marceline's song I, I don't broke know its heart so bad. Dang, I got one I mean, bra, and I got doesn't... one I don't know about that. <laughs> 
<laughs> it just doesn't look like it's made of glass. Like if they if they wanted it to be clearly made of glass, they could have done that. Yeah, but like canon or not, you know, it's still I fun think... to interpret. Yeah, and but also like maybe you up. could say like it's glass on the inside. If she took a sample from it and it and it could make glass. I don't know. Yeah, don't, we might be like it, it's, it has some kind of relationship with glass. I get. I mean, but I mean, we know that it used to be a fish, and then now. It's it's like a cat on the inside. I don't just don't see where how glass is a part of it. Like it is, it somehow is because it could make those assassins. I just don't understand how. The cat and the fish both look like they're made of glass, by the way. Dude, that cat thing again. That was so <laughs> Adventure Time. I was almost like, why did you do that? I think I was like, why did you do that? But it's fine. <laughs> like I guess it's supposed to be like a really on the nose. Like it transformed, and it's like a butterfly now. Like it transformed out of its hateful cocoon. And I'm like, and they made it yeah. a cat because Adventure Time. I'm like, also, it had right. a like I had a crack on his head the same way the Glass Boy did. Yeah, and exactly. Like, mm-hmm. You know, but by revealing it is what made it heal. I guess. Yeah, like Glass or not, it definitely felt like, why am I not being included? Why does everyone think mm-hmm. I'm a monster? Sort of thing, which is. You know, really sweet. Um, uh, so I, I really enjoyed that. The song was amazing. And what else? Yeah. What well, else? Um, if we're done talking about the songs, ooh, but wait. I think there's only one. One sec. No, no, no. One, okay, one, okay. Big, yes, one big sec. One, one, one little thing. We have a lot of correct predictions. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Based on I, our drawings from the. I, I was going to say, should we make a separate video for that? Because I thought that would be funny. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was, sure I was just thinking maybe to... like some maybe next week or something we should like just get together and watch the thing together but then pause every time we see a correct prediction we should like I would like to do that. Uh, I would love that. Okay, okay. Uh, there okay. were so jokes so. in the episode though. Like I don't want to just pass by all the jokes because it was so funny in the in the third part in the third <gasps> part in particular. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, like, Man, my favorite joke I would from need it. to re-watch yeah. for, for my jokes. I, I have only watched it once, oh, but I, I remember one. laughing I got a lot one. with my brother. What? I got one. Marceline came back. She's like, I feel a wave of acceptance rolling over him. PB goes, no! Nah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> was really funny. Did you remember this, this start where she first arrived at the kingdom and then got really hyped for the ceremony and tapped the glass and opened the bowl and... Ate the sand? She ate the, the sand. sand. That was probably my joke, And then that she said, so "Then she said later on, um, she called herself a role model when Glass Princess um, was like learning a bit from her, and <laughs> she's mm-hmm. so stuck up." And then she um, called, and she said, "Based on my advice." And then she said, "I'm yeah. a good stabber." Which yes, I'm a good stabber. Rather, she said, "Like now we can kill it when the dragon turns." <gasps> that was the best joke. Oh, yeah. I think that's my favorite joke. Where where it's like weak now, so it's like, oh, now we can kill it. <laughs> no, like, no. Like baby. this really tender <laughs> moment where this thing turns into a nine cat, and it's supposed to be a representation of transformative growth, and PB's just like immediately PB wants to kill. kill. <laughs> <laughs> I love the choose goose cameo. Oh. oh my God, I forgot. So as soon as nice. I saw the hooded figure, I was like, choose goose, choose goose. I don't know why I knew. I think it's because of the hand. I think it's because his oh, hand was saying. out. But I was like, choose goose. I, I said, literally, that had better be choose goose, and it was what, nice for you. What did he say? Like, oh, oh they're none the wiser God. for my illegal moisturizer. Moisturizer? <laughs> <laughs> That's literally oh what he said. I can't believe I remembered that. <laughs> uh, I, I, I. It's good. I, I I love all the callbacks what and a, I love all the jokes. What a what a fantastic episode. You know, like 
I have a lot of feelings whenever these episodes mm-hmm. come out because I'm still a very, very sad boy over the finale and having it oh. be over. And, like, mm. talking about Adventure Time and, and, and participating in discussions still really hurts me to do. And that's why I really appreciate us doing this because it helps me gather my thoughts. And now that my thoughts are gathered, like, that was such a good, phenomenal episode and I'm really, really happy about that. I'm really sad about this, but we're going to have to move on to the final the, the final five minutes. Yeah, I was going to... I was actually about to do that. All right. Um, all right. I was going to say, on the topic of emotional breakdowns, um, as soon as Simon showed up and the van opened, as soon as Finn walked on screen, I immediately, like, I bawled my eyes out. Because I immediately was like, every, it just... I'm sorry, like, head empty, no Marceline, no bubblegum. It was just Finn and Jake right in that moment, and for the rest of the night, I was like, the implications of that tattoo Mm -hmm. shattered me. I was just like, (laughs) first of all, okay, it's Finn. He's older. They had Jeremy do, like, that deeper voice, like, y'all got monster trubs. Seeing Finn after all this, like, you know, what, two years since we've seen him, like, like, canonically in the show, and... The mm-hmm. fact that he was all grown up, he looked so cute. Like it was, and he obviously just gotten out of the shower, and they're like, "Hey, yeah. we got monster trouble." He didn't even grab anything. He's like, "All right, I gotta go right now." Still out there <laughs> to help his friends, but Jake wasn't there, and the tattoo is very clear in the its implications. There. Very, very clear, and I was just like, "I cannot deal with it." <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot, but that part... I'm gonna need someone to physically stop me from getting that tattoo. So, the oh. first... One of my first thoughts was, like, I need that tattoo. Like, I need it. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. I feel it's sacred. I'm like, this is Finn's... Like, let's, like, flat out say it. Like, definitely, like, Jake is dead by this point. Like, I, that I, is I, I, I don't think well, so, though. I don't think so, though. Okay. Uh, please, uh, theories? Please give me any other theory. Thank you so much. Go ahead. Okay, so, well, um, the last episode is I think is Jake is them. dead. <laughs> Shut up. The last episode is about um, them getting back together for like one last adventure. So what if they became? So what if that takes place in like closer to the end of Adventure Time, and like they they were like falling out a little bit because Jake's getting older, things getting older, and they're falling apart because Finn wants to go on adventures, Jake wants to settle down, and then they just have an awesome bro venture, and they get tattoos in the bro venture, and then Adam's oh. like, I'm really sorry, I didn't mean for you all to think Jake was dead. <laughs> That's listen, a good theory. Listen, That's I, want, so adventure I time. want to believe you. I really do. <laughs> what it made me wonder heart. is, is, and this is probably wrong, because we thought the same thing after Mima, mm-hmm. that, you know, what if they're all prequels, and then that's definitely not mm-hmm. the case. But it made me wonder, you know, what if the Together Again episode is going to take place around this time, and so the reason Jake's not there is because him and Finn have grown apart for whatever reason, but they're going to get back no! together after no. this. <laughs> I don't like any of this. No, no, none of that. <laughs> Okay. Jake, Jake is dead, guys. It's, Just accept it's my, that Jake is dead. My my implication, like the, that, tells the way, like the way that even they just reveal Finn in that really like su- like surprise way. I think one hundred percent the next episodes are in this time frame, and mm-hmm. we're you know I don't I don't I know what happens. Well, I, I don't know what happens. The next them, one, the next one is a. I'm like, obviously we don't know anything, but I'm like. 80% certain Butler's that the, the, the Peppermint Butler magic. one is going to be, like, very soon after the finale, because it's going to be about Peppermint Butler, like, That's becoming what I mean. not a I, baby anymore. I considered... I didn't think that we would get older Finn in the fourth episode, like, we got this one. I think, like, that mm-hmm. episode's going to be, like, kind of like a year after the finale, and we learn through flashbacks and regular things, like, all this stuff that happened. But, like, that doesn't ever... 
like it might end with like an emotional like when Finn's older scene I don't know but like if it doesn't like if we're like what happened after that that one scene just had all the implications we needed like Finn grew up happy and he would never forget Jake because of that tattoo he never got a new arm guys uh, I don't think that so well no I think he's just he got out of the shower so yeah he, he got out of the shower yeah but the then shower. he starts dancing in the oh. in the thing later and he's shirtless to show off his tattoo and I he's just, just think- wearing pants yeah. I think he just didn't have his clothes with him. The idea yeah. of that happening and, and Jake being dead is like fucking destroys me. But I think you're making an assumption about the Wizard City yet. We don't know how candy people age. We don't know how old PB was. Now that final mm-hmm. scene, which I'll talk about in a second, we don't know mm-hmm. how she ages. So what if Peppermint Butler takes a really long time to age? And what if he's actually... What if it's like, like 200 years later or something in the Wizard City episode before everything goes goes, goes to heck? goes to heck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we really I mean, can't... There's no way to well, tell at this point. I mean, we kind of do know how Bubblegum ages. Like, it's just, like, about her mass. Yeah, oh, I but hate that. We, yeah. we don't know. We don't know. How the heck does Bronwyn age, guys? What oh, yeah, age Bronwyn. is she? I was going to mention like, Bronwyn. Um, I'm I'm hoping and I'm thinking the implication is that just Finn is hanging out with her because I don't think they're like. Yeah, trying I think to, it is. I don't think they're trying to imply they're dating, especially because they weren't no, like dancing together no, at no, the no, end. They're related. They're related. Nah, nah. Well, oh, so like. Bronwyn's Jake's granddaughter. Yeah, I, yeah. So definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So Finn is like a grunkle. Um, yeah. I think he's just adventuring. with That's her really right cute. Now. Then that's really cute. Um, I know it's because we don't know exactly how she ages because of Rainicorn genes being weird. But like, mm-hmm. I'm sure she's you know a teen or a young adult by this point, and I guess she goes on adventures with Finn, and I love that. I, love I that do love that. I love that too. I want to Can see I just that. say the one little joke where Finn's towel blew off? And then Bubblegum just said, eh. <laughs> <laughs> How many times has this happened? What did, what did she say? Those are, that is my, are, like, those are my people, and I'm so proud of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah. But uh, go, going back to the assumption that Jake is actually dead. And yeah, my, he uh, is. My um, <laughs> personal devastation aside, if t- Together Again was completely in, in the past before Obsidian and they never mention what happened to Finn and Jake afterwards, like, I, as a fan, would be not that disappointed. I'd be destroyed, but I think, like, just the thought that if Jake was dead here, and Finn just, he got that beautiful, like, memorial tattoo right on his chest, close to his heart, and then just, you know, moved on, is just such a beautiful statement in and of itself that I think... I'm I'm happy they showed it because if all else mm-hmm. fails and they don't show what happens in the end, like I have that memory and I think it's a really good one. Okay, well if you know my my theory that I was proposing is that Together Again would take place after Obsidian, and I still think that that might happen. But if it takes place before Obsidian, mm-hmm. I think we might see Jake die in Together Again. Well, yeah! I don't think so. I don't think so. I really don't think that's what do I was that. gonna say. I didn't. I didn't know if they were gonna just not show that and just like leave the tattoo scene on its own and, and its implications like i don't i, don't I know. really think for some reason my instincts still tell me that together again it's gonna be young finn like the as finn that bi- we know and as a big no. as a big finn and jake fan myself i'm really hoping <laughs> i'm really hoping it's in the similar vein of obsidian in the sense that it weaves in uh flashbacks yeah. to present day yeah um and i listen just like, I'm like, you have to have a really good reason for Marceline and PB to, like, fall out like they did. 
I'm like, I swear to God, if you're like, oh, Finn stole Jake's sandwich and they stopped talking for five years, I'd be so angry. I just want them to treat them with respect. And, like, mm-hmm. the, I think when they say, like, restore brotherly bonds, which is what I'm going off of because the, the, um, the little excerpt we have of the episode says mm-hmm. they have to restore mm-hmm. brotherly bonds. My hope is that after their treehouse exploded, like, Finn went to live with the humans for a while and Jake maybe went with Lady Rainicorn and, like, they got, you know, together again. Oh, they got together again because something happens and they, you know, they haven't been together for a while because life kind of moved on. So they're not mad at each other, but, like, they haven't been mm-hmm. with each other for a bit just because oh. of circumstance. And I think that's a good explanation because if they're mad at each other, I'm like, you need a good reason. <laughs> I, I want to see, I want to see, Finn, I mean, the humans are in Unal, by the way, so it's not that much of a trip, but I um, I want to see Finn interact with his mother in this episode. Yeah, oh, me too. Oh, that's oh, what please. I just thought of when Ken said that. So I think it will sweet. happen. I think it will happen, especially, like, they showed Simon too. Like, I don't know, they just, like, they have to do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, they, they, Mar- I, we had Martin, of all people, so, yeah. I mean, Minerva makes sense. <laughs> Not to okay, go on so please. question. Go ahead. Go ahead. How come Distant Lands poster was very much space and sci-fi? I know, right? I was thinking when about that. I, I haven't looked at the poster Bubblegum and Marceline. Still... Yeah. I mean, That's what I, I, think th- I thought Glass at this point, at this point I think it was just to bait us like um, a, It was I, a red herring. Like they yeah. didn't they because so much of the content of really this episode in particular, but even Bemo like having Martin cameo and stuff. <clears throat> Like they don't, they don't want us to know any of these episodes, really. Like mm-hmm. the fact that we even have descriptions, it, like we shouldn't. I think we shouldn't have descriptions. Yeah, I think maybe, and yeah. you could make the case like, oh, like distant lands, and like these are all like far away plot lines and memories, yeah. like and spaces, you know, out there in some place far away. You're like, here you go. Like these are all. I don't know. I yeah. But, you're right, though. I was like, I thought it was going to be all space when we originally saw the poster. The yeah, because Bubblegum ma- had a helmet, had a space helmet, and no, she had a motorcycle helmet on. She she had a motorcycle. Yeah. Motorcycle oh, motors. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> oh, that being said, though, I'm God. so uh, I'm so happy we're in the land of Ooh again because when Bimo landed in the first episode. And we were in Ooh for like half a second. I was like, it's Landavoo, oh my god. And like, just like having you miss a... it. Yeah, I just wanted to see post finale Landavoo, so yeah. I'm really happy about that. It was that. nice to see Candy Kingdom, guys. Yeah, not to not to like turn that not to turn this too hard into like together again expectations, especially because that's not even the next episode. I just have to say it while I'm thinking about it. <laughs> um, the uh I, I hope what, what I was saying before where I hope they treat Finn and Jake with the same respect, um, from their episode what I would really love to see how them as, you know, young kids and how they dealt with Marceline and Marceline. Oh my God, Margaret and Joshua dying. And I want to see the moment when Jake turns from a, a baddie steely guy into Finn's best friend. Cause I think there could be some really good stuff there. Like mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. maybe Finn tries too hard to follow in his footsteps and he gets hurt. And Jake is like, no, you shouldn't do this. And he's like, but you do it. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to stop if you stop. I don't know. There's a lot to explore and I hope they, they do it. I'm not going to talk yeah. too much about it. I know I could talk about it forever. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> what if it together again? Yeah. Yeah. It takes video. place in the same time period as all the other free um, Adventure Time specials. Oh. And like oh, in, in be... various flashbacks, and then you go back at the end to the. Uh, That's interesting. The That's interesting because Bemos was in the past with like their flashback, then he was older in this one, and then maybe they'll have a cameo in the third one, and then maybe there'll be like flashbacks interweaving each of i don't know because didn't i'm pretty sure adam said in a comic con like they're all connected kind of in a way or something 
but he couldn't yeah. say why. That's I feel I feel like maybe like, Wizard City will end with a cliffhanger, maybe like just because it's together against the final one that like that makes sense to me if they kind of build it up. My secret is that I since they announced all four episodes, Wizard City has been the one I've been like least interested in. And that being said, it also has the most potential to surprise me in a good way. So I have a feeling yeah, it will be really yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You're just I feel like that you know hypothetical idea for what together again could be it sounds really good i just don't want to get my hopes up that high yeah. <laughs> i'm trying um, my i'm trying to keep my expectations in check because like this is a very important episode for me because i felt mm-hmm. like the finale didn't do finn and jake justice in a lot of ways because they were sort of side characters and i really wanted it to focus you know when i heard time adventure and i I, I didn't hear it ahead of time. I wasn't spoiled, but I saw lyrics of it on, on Tumblr, and I was like, that's a Finn and Jake song. They're going to, like, Jake's going to sing to Finn, and something's going to happen. But it was, I mean, it was beautiful. Not, anyway, but I was just like, <laughs> There's a song. I it's wanted like, a Finn and, I wanted a, a, an emotional Finn and Jake moment because they don't do them very often because they, you know, they're comic relief sometimes, <laughs> or most of the time, I guess. But no, anyway. I, I understand that that episode is going to be to you what this episode was to me, something you've That's been waiting exactly, for for like 10 exactly. years. So um, It's like, it, it's literally like closure for me. I'm like, you guys have a chance to like ruin me or make me happy for the rest of my life, so don't effing mess it up. So like, to, to round off how uh, Tipsy started this, I relate in a way where like, um, I'm just really appreciative of this episode that they treated the two girls well. And I grew up with the ship. I was 14 years old, I think. And then I didn't know I was gay. And then I met the ship and I was like, hmm, no, I, there's no way I ship it. And then I drew ship art in secret. And I was like, oh, no, no way I'm gay. Okay, oh. Guess what, guys? I'm gay. Oh my God. So it's just nice to have... Uh, it's just it's nice just, to have like, like real characters. Yeah, it, yeah, it it's, is. It's, it's really good closure. And I'm so happy. I know this isn't like an Owl House podcast, but it, like <laughs> for this episode, I think I would give it a nine point five. Like very close to perfection for me. Yeah, honestly. Insane. After talking about it, like because I was confused on my emotions because I was really sad because, like I said, Adventure Time's hard for me to really get into. Like emotionally, well, no, you know what I mean. It hurts to look at it because I'm like I miss it so much, but like talking about it and thinking about the episode and discussing it like 9.5 feels right it was so good mm-hmm. can, can mm-hmm. i just say when i first saw adventure time and i first saw marceline with her really pretty hair and i was 15 years old and in the closet mm-hmm. i kind of felt like another 15 year old that was in the closet that was at the end of this episode can we talk about the final scene in the dance and the flashback that happened yeah. after it mm. yeah bubble girl Oh, we didn't even mention that. I loved that scene. She's like, we never get to dance oh, I'm together. Gonna cry. <laughs> You're usually the one performing, and Marceline's like, I have a lot of new songs, real sappy. And then ones. that's when Marceline throws the t-shirt. At yeah, we didn't talk God. about the t- the t-shirt flashback. Was so yeah, Hinden Hinden Walsh's voice acting um, in that scene, by the way, is amazing. But the way her her, her voice the is so gentle so and emotional, good. and she says, it's so genuine, the- right? And, it, and all of the flashbacks, all of the flashbacks that we saw before were basically um, either Marceline or Marceline and PB, either Kid Marceline or Marceline and PB. And then we go to Kid PB seeing Marceline for the first time. You know, Kid PB's history and all the conflict she's been in and how she's not really been able to do kid things. But she's here at a concert with other kids and watching Marceline, who is probably 200 at this point. Um, do a, a thing and, and she's just like us she's just like where we were um, 
no, she's just like us, um, seeing, standing like, like Yeah, seeing her for the first time and being so in love and like just thinking she's so cool and yeah. then snowballing from and there. Sort of I'm finding, gonna cry. I'm gonna sort start of finding crying. out what love means. And yeah. Marceline did too. Like she, like she said in the episode, like like she's good for me. Like I don't know if she said like she completes me. You know, it was some sort of sentiment mm-hmm. like that. But it was it was really like like they like they were you know for each other. They they completed each other and they they boost each other up and they made each other happy. And it's so wonderful. <laughs> I, I'm really glad. I just felt that. it was such an innocent scene. Like that scene at the end, like PB was like in the same shoes that Finn was at the start of the series. Can you believe that? Um, yeah. and, and obviously, everything happened in the series, and um, that she grew up and they had a relationship. But it came from such a pure place, and I was I was shocked. Um, what were you gonna say, Dom? I love seeing these characters grow up. I, that's it's just it means so much to me. Especially like it's it's pretty it's a magical thing to you know to grow up with the show and us being older now and like feeling like look they're older now too and like they're they're happy it's like mm-hmm. makes me happy too yeah. <laughs> you know all that stuff yeah it's just it's just because like the people the crew of the show like realizes the the power of this like they they put mm-hmm. so they meticulously really really went in on this episode to make it mm-hmm. what they know we wanted but not like not just you know knowing what the fans want but just like knowing what would be such a perfect closure and continuation for for this. Yeah, because there really is a difference with like making a ship canon just because like that's what the fandom wants and making a ship canon because it's what's right. Yeah. And they did it. I feel like I, I'm hoping at least that they still had their like artistic integrity and still wanted to write about the stuff they wanted while at the same time satisfying us because they're just good at that. Yeah. There's, there's no I, way I this is forced. There's no way this is forced by anyone. This is just too well written to be forced in for like marketing or any reasons like that. They they must mm-hmm. have pushed for this. I mean, this is still aimed at kids, by the way. If you if you've forgotten, so I, I have no idea um, what conversations they had with Cartoon Network when they pitched this episode to them and said, "All right, we're just gonna literally write PB and Marcy in an actual relationship, like openly, no holds barred, calling each other girlfriend." And oh my god. Um, I have to mention this so before nice. I forget, because mm-hmm. we I forgot to. When Marceline finishes singing "Monster" and PB goes in to kiss her, Marceline's "Oh" was the cutest thing yeah. I've ever oh, heard. Yes. Her "Oh" was so well voice acted. She's like, "Oh my god, I loved it." It was so good, guys. <laughs> it's just so great how uh, you know this whole special is all about the, like their relationship and the you know struggles ahead and how they've had to grow and like for the whole series every time we've seen them in the whole series they've already sort of known each other and been through this stuff but then at this at the very end like for just it's not at all what it's about we just got a little glimpse in that final flashback of what is presumably their the first time they met or saw each other mm-hmm. that's just yeah. so nice i agree with that i love i love the the little t-shirt thing like the, the that flashback in particular i'm gonna like, start crying I know. Like was it was fun. just enough like they really did like they hit every flashback just enough is what they showed us and it was so good like yeah. the, the entire ending like the kiss in the cave song the, the lion cat the um the the, the f- scene where finn showed up the dance and then then if, if you think we haven't seen enough if we think the episode is over at the final 10 seconds here is something else for you to think about for the next five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And it Everyone felt like... say thank you, Adventure Time. Oh my god, thank you, Adventure thank Time. You, Adventure thank you, Adventure Time. Adventure Time. Thank you to the crew, and thank you, thank you, thank HBO you, Max. Crew. I don't know, I'm just thank like... Thank you, the... Distant Lands <laughs> I don't, crew, I don't know you which... guys are amazing. Yeah. I don't know which big corporation I have to thank you. I'm just like, I, I don't know who was responsible, <laughs> but thank everyone. And, you know, it, like, to us fans, like, this means the absolute world, and it feels like closure in the best way possible, and, and it's so amazing, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I'm emotional now. <laughs> I am, me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm good. I said my thoughts. I think we're done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm really. Remember right. when we started with criticisms and now we're all fine? <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I know. It's the, like. The thing about the, the criticisms is they were kind of nitpicky in my se- in my uh, case at least, but mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, like, um, I, I agree though. Like a lot of them, a lot of the criticism they came in with, I also now disagree with because I'm like, okay, we talked about it and you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just like I was trying to say, like, what's so good about this episode is so fucking good that like, <gasps> like who who cares that they forget Glassboy? Like, his, his, they animate his eyes weird in a shot or whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like th- look what they did with this. I hope whoever watches this stays for, like, the second half, because they're like, wow, they hate this, I'm turning it off. Let's just cut the first half of the episode out and just have us gushing about it. <laughs> I don't think that would be true, but I'm thinking of ways to condense the app anyway, so... I mean, I, I still don't like how we don't see them go from refusing the call to accepting it, but whatever, that doesn't matter. Everything mm-hmm. else is great. <laughs> I think, like, like, yeah, we do have criticisms, and there are ways to improve the episode as an episode, but I think they just, like, did their mission, you know? Like, they, yeah. they did their goal, and that's what matters. They had huge things to accomplish with this. Like, there was a lot, like, mm-hmm. like this episode was a very difficult thing to do right, and they and they just, they did it, and I, and... I'm just really happy about it. Um, yeah. oh my God. But that's that's my. Thanks for on talking Obsidian. to me about this, guys. Okay, yes. thank you, Obsidian. Um, well, thank you, Jake's Meat Loaf Crew. Okay. Oh, let's <laughs> cry about this now. So, um, thanks for watching the video, and we'll see you at the next. Uh, we'll see you at the uh, our next review. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs> thank you for listening. Again, if you want more content like this, check out my YouTube channel, Crown Cryptid, or stay tuned right here for more podcasts in the future. If you can, please leave a review on your podcasting app if you enjoyed this episode and this series. Thank you.